0: Today are Sal, Matt, and Annie. All three are seniors in high school, and they're pretty impacted by what's going on right now with COVID 19 and, and the cancellation of school for the rest of the year here in Oregon and, and many other places across the country. We know now that Oregon seniors aren't going back to school and they're experiencing a lot of loss. So we're going to focus on them these next few uh, Facebook Live events and talk about what matters to them, how they feel about what they're missing out on and their ideas and suggestions on on how to make 2020 a very special year. As a reminder, the information provided during this event is for educational purposes only. It's not intended nor is it implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice. So let's get going and let Sal Matt, and Annie introduce themselves. Sal, do you wanna kick us off and tell us how, you know, a little bit about who you are and, and how are you doing mentally since school's been out?
1: Of course. Hi, Dr. Robin. Thanks for having me today. Um, my name is Sal, and I'm 18 years old. Um, and honestly, mentally, it's it's been a roller coaster the past month. Um, since school got out, um, it was rough at first. Um, but I took some time, and a mentor, a mentor of mine, told me that there were two ways to look at this crisis, and that we could use this time to grow and use this time to work on ourselves, or we could we could do the other option. And I'm and I'm battling the right side of it.
0: That's great to hear. Matt, how about you?
2: All right. Hi, I'm Matt. Uh, it's been definitely interesting. I think it's like there's nowhere, no other time um, I think I've felt like this where, you know, like it's every day is an up and down, high and low, and you don't know what you're going to get. You know, your highs are kind of eh, like the good days are when you have a really fun zoom call and you had a nice online <laughs> meeting and then like your worst at it is when you're just thinking about all the stuff that you missed out on. And I think it's like, you know, once you're, I feel like some of the days that I felt most okay with it, you know, a couple of days later, I think of something else. And then I was like, Oh dang it. Like, so I think it's just been a really, really big mix. You know, I think from like high to low, um, but again, I had one of my one of my old friends and mentors from the Oregon Association of Student Councils told me almost as soon as it happened, it's like, give yourself some time. You know, you have the right to feel sad about things. But if your priorities don't change, if your priorities are the same as they were a month ago, you're doing something wrong. You know, there's a bigger picture that we have to look at. You know, you have the, you know, if you're grateful enough to be able to stay home, if you have time to be able to, you know, try things that are new for you, go for it. Um, if you're comfortable at home. You know, be thankful for that, but think of the bigger picture that other people might not have. You know, that same uh, that same gift.
3: Oh, that's a smart mentor, Annie. How about you? Um, I feel kind of like like I was talking to my friend about this. It feels like we're like in Groundhog Day, where everything's kind of like the same and like over and over again, and it's all blending together. But I guess like it's kind of been like a good time to realize like what I'm grateful for and how I'm gonna take care of the people around me and how other people are gonna support me. And I think like, it's a really weird time, but at least we're all experiencing it together. Like none of us are really alone in how we're feeling, which is like a nice thing to think about when we are having like those bad days where we're thinking about what we're missing out on. Wow. I wanna take you back to,
0: to last week when you learned once and for all that you wouldn't be going back to school and that things wouldn't be how you've thought about them for the last twelve years, what What were you feeling the moment that you heard you wouldn't be going back?
2: well I, it was it was really interesting because you know like I think everybody saw it coming, which was like the weird part where it's like you know, California came first, and then Washington. And then at that point we were like, okay, like we know what's going to happen. It was just, we didn't know when. And I think like right when it happened, things were happening so fast. Like I got emails from my teachers all in one day, you know, like the communications director reached out to people and like ASBs at Tigard and Tualatin, like, Hey, can you like talk to this person about this? Like, can you give us a statement about how do you feel? And it's like, there's a lot of moving pieces with very little time to process it. Um, And still even now it's like, really hard to believe that like okay this is actually happening um it was just one of those things where it's like okay I knew it was going to happen I knew it was going to happen so when it happened I didn't think I was going to feel and then the day after it happened I woke up and I realized like yeah this isn't a dream like I'm not going back to school and like I had like maybe one or two days to actually let it sink in actually like think about you know what that means and I'm still even now like I don't know if I've really like gone back from that it's been almost a week
1: I agree. And, you know, although like in the back of our minds, like we all knew it was kind of coming, a lot of my friends and even I like still had that hope that like, hey, maybe we're going to get a couple more weeks of school. Maybe we're going to get to go back, see our friends. Like hopefully graduation's going to happen and st- hopefully we can still do it at a later time during summer. But all of that coming together it was definitely a rush of emotions. And it was hard to deal with at first. And like, I don't think you can blame any high schooler for like, really taking that hit and like going through it and like taking the time to like get what they need to get done and just process everything that happened
3: yeah I definitely agree it didn't feel real like there were a lot of people making jokes about it like oh we're gonna have our problem online or whatever and then it actually like (laughs) became a reality and it was like really weird to kind of get that news and accept it like my school didn't say anything to us until like a couple days later. So we all kind of just heard about it from each other the news. Wow. So it was like, it was just really strange. And like, I went to school like that day, like just by myself, I just drove to school. And like, I kind of just sat in the empty parking lot in my old parking spot. And it was like, it was really weird to think like, that was all our last days of school. And we didn't even know it. Like we, we just left school and we didn't know that that was like our last time ever going to high school again. And it was like, I don't know. I still feel like I'm kind of in denial about it. Like I'm still like, oh maybe we'll go back. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I was thinking about that, like, you know, like the last day of school, like what I spent my time doing on the last day of school. <laughs> like, did I really just spend my last day of school like doing that? Like I like, you know, I was it was a really interesting day because we had planned uh I'm part of the student union at Tiger and Swalton High School. And we planned this really like uh really interesting day that we are going to do. It was called the unity day. It was really, it was super interesting. We were going to like take out an entire instructional day and we're just going to focus on like student workshops, student speakers, all focused around like hate speech because there was a problem uh, for the last few years in our district um, and nothing was being done about it. So we were like, we're going to take a whole day and we're going to make it like one big conference for students. It's not going to be school. It's going to be like all student focused, all student led. And it was uh, we were going to start it at Tigard and then a month later, we we're going to do it at Swalton. And uh, I was at Tigard High School. I, I go to Swalton, but I was at Tigard High School when it was happening. And we got 15 minutes into it before over the speakers, they said, it's canceled. We can't do it. Like, it's canceled. Go back to class. You know, students didn't even bring their backpacks or anything. Teachers prepared for months without having that as an instructional day. In a matter of minutes, it was all canceled. And they were told to go back to class because they said no assemblies. And some of the works some of the workshops were going to have like 500 plus students in them, and so you know we had like people at the school that were watching it from outside, community members, and uh, all of a sudden it was just canceled. And so like I skip, I had to skip my first period, which was like one of my favorite classes, and then I go back to the school, and then the whole school just feels like a fever dream because we spent like the last four months planning this, and it wasn't happening. And then it was just like all one day of kind of just messing around. Everything's lighthearted, and then that was like my last day of school. And I was like, "Did I really spend it like that?" Like, I don't yeah. know.
3: Yeah, we had the fake graduation as a joke. We were like, "We're not going <laughs> to graduate, so let's do graduation on our last day." And now it might be real. So it was like, it was like really weird.
1: <laughs> one one especially reoccurring theme that I've heard around my school. Um, and it's interesting because Mountainside um, is a brand new school. So, our class yeah. would have been the first senior class to graduate. So, a lot of students were, you know, like going through the fact that, like, we kind of built up and we were seniors sort of for the last three years. And, like, finally, right as we're about to finish, hit the finish line, they were like, oh, well, like, we did all of this for nothing. And, like, I really just want to push, push the fact that, like, no, like, all of your work is still valid. You still worked really hard the past four years and you still deserve a graduation diploma and even though that might not come to fruition like you've grown so much over the past few years and that's going to stay with you and follow you into your future
0: that's a really really important point and and it brings me to my next question graduation in and of itself how are your schools handling your credits i mean do you know are you going to graduate are there are there still things you have to do
2: my school they just said if you were if you were passing your classes so d or above uh by march 13th then you are good so for seniors this is only for seniors but if you're passing your classes by march 13th or if like in the meantime between march 13th and now like teachers put in grades um and you have like everything's higher than a d then you get a pass on your transcript and you just get your credits handed to you um for everybody else, they're doing distance learning, um, and it's kind of confusing because some teachers, senior teachers, are still going to do classes, mm-hmm. but, like, it doesn't matter. They just kind of, they said, it's like, we want something to do, and we want to keep your brains busy, so you better come to these Google Hangouts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's how they're working it in terms of, like, your grad status at Tualatin.
1: Beaverton School District also made had the same conclusion, and they also waived. Um, we needed forty out forty hours of community service to graduate, and they waived that as well as we had to have some career learning experiences that not everybody had time to finish. So they also waived those so that every student could could graduate.
3: How about um, Sal? My yeah, my school's like already like online kind of. So because we all have these iPads, so we're just like doing school like normal until. Until after AP testing, I think, for seniors.
0: Will this any of this impact your your college acceptance, your college decisions? Um, are colleges accepting passes as valid?
2: I believe Oregon school I know for that Oregon schools are waiving this past semester for students' transcripts as like okay. a like they're like trying to be like helpful for students. Um And I think California did something similar with the UC schools. But like in terms of like going to college, like before school was canceled, I already committed to university. So we're good. (laughs) Where are you going? I'm going to UC Berkeley next year. Nice.
0: Sal, how about you? Does this impact your college?
1: Um, I got all of my acceptances right at the start of spring, or um actually right a lot of them were right after. Um, the stay in shelter, or, uh, stay in order, and like after school had been canceled. So I'm I, I haven't heard much about about whether like they're gonna accept it or not. But since this is a global issue and a nationwide issue, I'm assuming a lot of colleges um, will waive the last semester or at least accept passing. Grades, um, as well as I. I also received a couple letters from colleges saying, "Hey, we're dedicated to starting on time. We're gonna we're gonna take this on a day by day, week by week basis. Um, but like our commitment is first to our students, and we're gonna do everything we can to make sure that you guys can step in on the first day of school."
0: Have you decided where you're going?
1: Yeah, I'm going to the University of San Francisco, and I'm really excited. That's super cool.
3: And how about you? Um, I'm going to Seattle U. Um, I know like a lot of people <clears throat> like we're planning on visiting colleges during like spring break and stuff and I've talked to a lot of people and like they aren't really sure where they're going yet because like that was gonna kind of make the decision for them and I think like that's like another thing that sucks too because I know like it sucks to like lose our senior year but it also sucks to feel like unsure about next year too right oh yeah that's
0: that's so true
3: so when you
0: think about your senior year and all of the milestones that are supposed to happen, and, and this is just one of them, you know, what's going to happen for you for college. What are the milestones that, that you're really missing right now for you?
3: Um, I had like a retreat that is like a big thing at my school. Like you go on junior year and then you can help out during senior year. And right when like quarantine hit, that was like when I was supposed to go on it. So that like kind of sucked. And I think like, the thing that I miss is, like, just, like, that last semester with your friends and, like, just going to school every day and, like, having that feeling of, like, like, second semester of senior year is supposed to be, like, the best part and, like, it sucks to kind of lose that part of it and that was, like, something that I was looking forward to, Um Yeah.
1: I agree with that. Um, As well as like student leadership, student government has been a really big part of my life over the past few years. And something I was really excited for was like sitting on the other side of the interviewing table and being able to pass on the torch to the younger grades. Um, And as confident as I am, they're going to step up and do a great job. Um, It is kind of sad that like we're going to miss out on getting to pass the torch onto them.
0: Oh, that's I, it, that. Those are actually what? What about things like spring sports? Or are you sports? Again, were you involved in sports? Are you missing out on those?
1: I am not personally athletically gifted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however, um, I was talking to a lot of my friends, um, and it is really something difficult for them if they were doing a spring sport. Especially um, a fellow friend of mine. Um, she and her dance team had been working literally from August last year on the same dance routine. Um, and they were supposed to they were supposed to go to a competition next month. And I also had a friend whose cheer team had been practicing the same routine since the summer of last year. And then like they, were, they qualified for nationals and they were super excited and they fundraised and everything. And then it just got canceled. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's
2: hitting them hard.
0: Matt, we're talking about what are those things, those milestones you're missing out on that 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 you're thinking about?
2: Oh man, besides like the big ones like prom and graduation, I think for me like so I've been in uh, I've been in student body for four years now, and it's like the highlight of high school. And like we do this special ceremony for uh, it's called inductions, and it's where like we do like a little inducting ceremony for the new ASB officers including the eighth graders that just ran and got accepted uh, into something and they have no idea what it is. So it's kind of like their little intro into not only ASB, but like to high school. And so the seniors, they um, they all like give speeches like to uh, the incoming like officers, but it's mostly for like the eighth graders. um, Giving them like, you know, advice about ASB and advice about high school. And it's like, you know, like I came in eighth grade and like, you know, hearing those speeches, like the first time you hear it's like, man, like I want to be in this. Like, like, it's something you think about every year, because you do it every year and watch the seniors give their speeches. And like, for four years, I've always wanted, I've been waiting to give my speech. And now I don't get to do that. (laughs) And so I don't know, we're going to try to find a way to still have an inducting ceremony. I don't know when it's going to be or how we're going to do it, whether it's online or not. But you know, like I think all the seniors feel the same way that we want to write our letters and like do that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be rough. I think that sounds like a worthy Zoom call, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I actually and that's one of the things that, you know, when you think about these milestone events, how are you starting to think about how you pivot those to something that can still be meaningful to you? I mean, I see people. My kids go to Westland High School, I have two seniors at Westland High School, and um, there's a Facebook group of parents going, oh, we should like put signs in our lawn, and let's have a virtual prom, and I'm like, stop it, stop it, because the ideas that come from us as parents um, aren't the ideas that are going to be meaningful for you. So when you think about the things and the experiences, and I think prom's a great example, How do you think about doing that? Is that something you do virtually? Is it something that maybe you do it in mid-July? What is it?
3: Personally, I would rather like wait everything off and do it the way it was because like prom isn't the same if you're like alone in your room and everyone's like (laughs) calling each other and playing music. But like like my school like um, put out a poll yesterday to let us vote. Like would we rather have something virtual or risk- like, delaying it and possibly not having it at all if the quarantine, like, goes on longer than we ex- expected. And honestly, like, I'd rather just risk it and, like, have it in person and still kind of feel like it's a little bit normal uh, rather than do it
2: virtually. I heard of uh, some universities, like, the student organizations, are planning proms for incoming freshmen. <laughs> so they're like, you know, they still have their prom because everybody's going to come in in the same boat you know that missed out on it and so like they're talking about doing something like that which I love like honestly like I would almost take that over like a senior problem with my class like a year from now like I think um I don't know I feel like sometimes the big one graduation where it's like some people want to do it like you know a year from now how it should have been and I'm just thinking like I feel like I would just be taken away from the class of 21. Like, you know, then they have two graduating classes and then they don't have their special time. And, you know, we missed out, but like, I don't want to take away from another class. I don't want to have them miss out on being the special ones. Um, we talked about doing like a drive through graduation and I'm still in love with this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like a bus loop of cars, principals taking like trash picker up or like clamps and like handing <laughs> diplomas through the window little picture there, drive around, go down a long street, like parade style with teachers on the sides and their cars, gauntlet, clapping, like could be like 20 minutes, but like, I will take that. <laughs> I, I just want to wear the cap and gown. <laughs>
0: How about you? What are you thinking about Sal?
1: I mean, I completely like they they couldn't have said it better and um like we two were talking about the drive-through idea everyone was talking about throwing their hats out of the moonroof um of their car or the the caps. and like I think I think the logistics of like what each event doesn't really matter as much as the fact that everybody comes together and shows that like we're unified, you know, like I love the hashtag alone together because I really do think it describes exactly what each and every single person in this country is going through right now.
0: That's a really great point. When you talk about being alone together, um, I personally, I can't stand the term social distancing. I think that's wrong. We have to keep physical distance. But we need to be socially close. And I love that. I I love what you're talking about in terms of alone together. What are some of the things that you're doing to stay together while you're alone?
3: Um, Me and my friends have been Zooming. And then we make, like, cahoots about ourselves. And then we play them all together. (laughs) Or like, there's, like, a lot of online stuff. Like, there's Pictionary online that you can all play together. And, like, it's just, like, about finding ways to kind of still like, do stuff together without being together, which I think is, like, important because that's, like, even more fun. Like, it's important to keep talking, but also it's important to do things to get, like, our minds off of what's going on.
1: I agree. Um, One of the things I was most excited for this year is I'm interning for a candidate for state senate, and we each have individual um, call teams that are making calls and phone banking every day, And our team will get together on Zoom once or twice a week um, and really just shoot the breeze. You know, like we'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. Maybe we'll watch a movie on Netflix all together and chat about how how crazy that last episode was. And like, I think that a really big part of it is just the fact that like you get to, you almost get to see a different side of everybody like whether they're in their bedroom and you see like the backsplash that they have on their wall or like how, <laughs> how they're reacting two weeks without seeing anybody like it's really cool and I feel like almost there's a different connection that I never
2: thought I would have with a lot of different people that I've known for a long time um So I'm interning on the same Senate campaign (laughs) and that's like the, I think that's the biggest thing that's like kept me going the last month. Cause like, I think like Sal, Sal can agree, but you know, we had this huge plan, like we're running a progressive campaign. It was going to be huge and we were going to knock thousands of doors and it was going to be like, Oh, we were so ready to knock so many doors. And I, then like all this happened. And so like we've adapted and like, you know, like our team though is still grown. And so like to the point where we split up into smaller teams where Sal and I are the leaders of like two different teams and, you know, like checking in on my team once a week and then um, all the student leaders checking in with our candidate once a week has been like the big thing that's like, you know, it gives you something to look forward to day by day because the meetings, you know, although we're working on a campaign, it's not like it's like serious. We take the campaign seriously, but we don't take each other seriously. And so like we get to have our fun with each other. We get to stay close that way. And in a way it almost mandates us to, you know, keep checking in on each other. It's like, you know, we're still, you know, we're part of a team working towards a bigger picture, but we're also part of a team because we want to take care of each other. And so we're holding each other accountable through this whole thing.
0: That's amazing. And, and it's very true. I mean, I look at my own team. Uh, I have a team that I'm leading at my hospital, all of the behavioral health providers and, and all the things that we're doing in behavioral health and we get together uh um, Every day, well, we, we actually now do it, yeah, we do it every day, my team. And we know things about each other that uh, we've never known before. And it's remarkable to be able to realize, I was telling somebody this morning, I have like 32 managers across uh, all the different departments that I manage. And it was a struggle to get all 32 together in one room. So we only ever did it four times a year. In the age of COVID, we do it every day now, Every every day. And we've made more progress uh, transforming how we provide mental health care uh, in a month than I think we've made in the last five years. And it's because we're working differently. We've realized that you don't always have to be in a room to build a relationship. You can build a relationship on a Zoom call. So what I really want to uh, close out our time together, because it does fly by so quickly, is, is with your advice. You know, you've got other students out there who may not have the opportunities and the, and the perspective that you have, and they're going to get down. And I'm sure all of you have had that day. uh, I call it where you hit a wall and you realize how much this really does suck. What advice do you have for, for people when they hit that wall and what's worked for you to help lift yourself back in the game? Anybody want to jump in?
2: Get outside. (laughs) That's (laughs) a big one. I mean, like, I mean, I'll admit, I took my time to be pretty down. I took about a week or so, maybe a little more, where I didn't leave the house. You know, I stayed inside and, you know. um, But I think one thing that's got me going is, like, when I'm feeling, like, extra down, like, Mm -hmm. I get up and I go on my bike and I just ride. Like, I get out. I don't know where I'm going until halfway through the ride and I'm going somewhere. I'm like, okay, like, when I'm tired enough, I'll stop. But it's like, you know, I think that's, like, the I think the best thing for me because when I started looking back like you know before the closure I didn't spend much time at home nor did I have much time to you know go on a bike ride or like stuff like that like I was pretty involved in my school and even though I was only having five classes this you know semester I was still waking up early to go to school and the one that was leaving late and I was still going to the district office and I was still going to this and that and spending like very little time but I think like This break especially has given me more time to like kind of think about myself. And so one of those things is like, I always wanted to get outside and do stuff like that. And now I have the time to do it. So I think the advice is just like, pick something up. Like, you know, one of my friends, she used to love to read, but now she like, she didn't get to do it because of school and now she's just been reading like crazy through the break. It's like, this gives you time to work on yourself, whatever that looks like for you
1: you know i'm i'm a big fan of stoicism and uh <laughs> the primary the the primary tenet is we can't really control we can't really control the environment around us what happens around us around us and the situations that we're going to be in but we can control how we're going to react and basically just like matt said take the time you need like honestly like we're mourning the end of our senior year and like you are perfectly valid to do that take all the time you need to just get to a place where you've accepted what happens and then like even if none of this happened the end of senior year is a time where you're reborn so take this time to like realize what you want to be reborn into and like one very specific piece of advice that i would give is create a schedule create a structure for yourself because without school and without like the original structure that we've been following forever you can kind of lose yourself and lose track of time so if you just give yourself like an outline for what you're going to do every day i think that's that's a step in the right direction
0: absolutely and how about you
3: yeah i mean you guys are like totally right and like on the nose about like what we should be doing and that's like i totally agree with that like I think, like, a really important thing is, like, it might feel like this time has been, like, taken away from you, but, like, you can take it back by, like, doing things and, like, starting projects and trying to figure out, like, what you can do to make this time yours and just, like, take care of each other. And it's okay to let someone else do something for you and, like, it's okay to open up and feel sad about it, even if, like, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening that seems bigger than what we're dealing with. It's still valid to kind of feel really down about what you lost and, you know yeah, just take care of each other.
0: Well, Annie, Matt, and Sal, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Talk to Be Well, and to everybody for listening and sending in your questions. I know we didn't get to to many of those today, but that's okay, because we're going to be back again next week with three more seniors who are going to talk about their experiences and how they're coping. If you're looking for help with processing anxiety, depression, and coping during these very difficult times, please visit it visit us at providence.org we also have our website with new resources for team mental health aimed at helping students teachers and parents please check us out at work to be well that's work the number two be well.org i'm robin henderson doc rob uh, with talk to be well thank you again and we'll see you next week